the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke from the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Our Gospel this morning does indeed come from Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 12, and can be found in your pew Bible on page 1642. Luke records, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the woman took, or the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. And in their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why? Why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. And then they remembered his words. And when they came back from the, ta- the tomb, they told all of these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary, Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and the others with whom, with them whom told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words, they seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and he ran to the tomb and bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away wondering to himself what had happened. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me right now? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. This sermon is titled, Standing in Victory, in which you stand right now. It's probably not surprising to you that the world's largest high-definition digital billboard now exists right in the middle of New York City's Times Square. Did you know that? The world's largest? This billboard is unlike um, any that we'd ever seen. It uh, spans an entire city block and is visible from any vantage point in Times Square. Has anyone ever seen it? Have you? 
big, huh? The billboard can be clearly seen whether it's broad daylight or 2 o'clock in the morning because of the countless little lights that are built right into it. Okay, now what, Pastor? Well, there's more. Advertisers are promised that more than 2 million people will see the sign's message every single week. 2 million people every week. Times Square is sometimes called this, the crossroads of the world. How grand. About 460,000 people visit that tourist Mecca every day. And more than 500,000 vehicles pass through every week. If you want to send a message to a significant portion of the world, this might quite possibly be the best way to do so. It's a lot of people. In the marketing world, they say it's a lot of impressions. You can send your message day or night, night or day, every day of the year with people from all over America and all over the world viewing your most important message, whatever, whatever that may be. During this season of Lent, I've been quoting Martin Luther and his words as spoken in in sermons. And so today is no different. In his sermon on Easter Eve, Martin Luther, this is in 1532, he said this. In quotation, the words Christ is risen from the dead... The words Christ is risen from the dead, we should blazon and inscribe with letters so large that just one letter would be as large as a steeple. Yes, as heaven and earth, so that we could see and hear, know, and think of nothing but this article. Maybe even a tattoo, huh? I mean, that seems to be the way to get uh, things out. I'm really considering it now. Christ is risen from the dead. Is there anything more important? Levon says, don't do that. Okay, I won't. (laughs) Yes, mother. But nothing is more important, and Luther says that, that nothing but this article we should think of. Nothing but this article Christ is risen from the dead. We opened our service this morning. Hallelujah, he is risen. Amen. Now, Luther never could have imagined a high-definition digital billboard in Times Square, but he most certainly had a very similar, grandiose idea early, nearly 500 years ago, and that is to make letters as big as a steeple, as big as we could build these letters to say this article, Christ is risen from the dead. And to use whatever means necessary, he was willing to do it. He said to shout to the world that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Today we celebrate the fact that Eden, the paradise of God, has been recreated and made new again. 
Adam and Eve, they brought sin into the world with their web of deceit and lies. And with sin, with sin came our most cruel, our most cruel enemy, and that's death. With death came the destruction of everything that was perfect and everything that was good. Eden was destroyed and life would now come to an end for every living plant and every living creature. Our own little paradise has been destroyed with our own personal web of deceit and lies. Death has entered our lives. Death has entered our families. Death has entered our community. Every human being lives in fear of death. No human being can escape it. The statistics and odds are overwhelming. Ten out of ten of us will not be late for that appointment. It is the enemy that we all must face. Since we can't face it or change death, we must face the enemy. And thanks to Adam and Eve, paradise has been lost. But I have to tell you this, blame rests squarely on us as well. We can't point to Adam and Eve and say, we would have done better. Because if we look in the mirror, if we look over our lives, we know we wouldn't have done any better. Would we? We cannot escape the words, I have sinned by my fault and by my own fault, my own most grievous fault. Yes, death came into the world by a man, but we, you and me, also put nails in our own coffin. The message we advertise with our lives our own lives is far too often sin, selfishness, and death. Just a note, I'm preaching to myself right now, too, and with full disclosure, that's why I don't have the ichthys on my car that says, you know, follow me to church. I am a sinner just like you, in need of a Savior. Let's hear about him. Here's the truth. We are the walking dead. But two bright angels have a proclamation for us today. They say this. They say, why do you seek the living among the dead? He's not here. He has risen. The crucifixion of Christ has more than paid the price for our selfish sin. Let me say it again. Christ in him crucified. You hear me say it over and over again. But Christ in him crucified is enough. 
It paid the price of your shortcoming and my shortcoming. All those who have been baptized into death and a resurrection of Jesus Christ have put Christ on. Remember the words of Paul. We have been given the foundational gift of faith. The Holy Spirit gave that to us. We have certain hope that because of Christ's resurrection, we too shall rise from the dead. And the prophet Hosea from Hosea 6.2, if you want to look this up, he predicted long ago what will come to pass. He, he's quoted as this, Isaiah, or excuse me, Hosea 6.2, after two days he will revive us, and on the third day he will raise us up that we may live before him. This is a guarantee for our future, brothers and sisters. Eternal death is destroyed. We will be raised from physical death. Paradise is now restored for us. It's ready. It's waiting for our own entry at some point in time. At some point in time, that appointment we won't be late for, so don't worry about it. It's coming. Don't tempt it. But it's going to be okay. You've heard me say that. And I don't just say it from my own accord. I say it because I read it and because Christ says it to us, and he's saying it to you today. So in the meantime, Almighty God has created his own high-definition, light-up billboard to proclaim to the world that Christ is risen from the dead. And it's not confined to a billboard in Times Square. And it doesn't only reach 2 million people per week. It's on display anywhere and everywhere. God's people go. It is, a, it is as high, as wide, as deep as the world, and it spans from east to west and from north to south. You, you are the light of Christ. You are his banner in billboard. All of God's people, wherever they live, are little Christs shining the light of his resurrection. Almighty God sends his message day and night, night and day, every day of the year. Not just on Sunday, not just on Easter Sunday, every day through his people, through you who are alive and living. Did you know that? Well, you do now. That's good news. One little life is enough to shine eternal light for someone who hopelessly lives in darkness. Just imagine this. Just imagine the impact 
when God's people come together to light up this dark world. It's far brighter than the brightest billboard. It's a light that is never snuffed. This light cannot be quenched. No, not even by death. Most importantly today, this light is for you. Christ is risen from the dead. He is the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Adam's death has no mastery over you. Christ's resurrection reigns supreme. He is the light of the world, and he now lives his life and shines his light through you. Today and always, we see, we hear, we know, and we think of nothing but this article. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen.